Hey guys, welcome to It's Black and White. My name is Bree Brandon. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If it's not your first time, hey friend, how you doing? So um, I just want to welcome you guys back. I pray that um, each and every one of you guys are just blessed and in whatever season you're in and that, you know, you feel the love of God you feel the love and you feel his comfort um, in whatever season that you are. Um, as you guys know, I'm usually excited to give God's word. So, you know, today's word is actually really, really good. Um, it's about the attack that you might be facing is for God's anointing in your life. So we are not to accept the the attack but to accept the anointing, okay? So today I'm going to be reading from Acts chapter 28, verses 3 through 10. Um, I don't know if I'm making a difference in how I sound. Um, I'm trying to be very low right now and not too loud for whatever reasons, right? But um, let me go ahead and open up with prayer. Um, Father God, I just thank you for this word. I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that it will reach whoever needs to hear this word. I pray, Father God, that your word that you are speaking through me, God, will penetrate um, whoever it is who needs to hear this, God. That it will take root, that it will minister, God, that it will lighten the load, God. It will give them faith, God. It will give them joy and hope in you, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Father God, as I speak your word, God, I pray that... um you will take full control of this. God, that only your words will come out of my mouth in the name of Jesus. God, I humble myself to you right now. I lower myself to you right now in Jesus' mighty name. And I give you this episode in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, So today, I'm going to just go ahead and jump right on in. Um... So I'm going to start with verse 3. And it says, Paul gathered a pile of brushwood, and as he put it in the fire, a viper driven out by the heat fastened itself on his hand. Okay. When the island islanders saw the snake hanging from his hand, they said to each other, This man must be a murderer, for though he escaped from the sea, the goodness, the goddess, excuse me, the goddess justice has not allowed him to live. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. The people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead. But after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and said he was a god. There was an estate nearby that belonged to Publius, I guess, I don't know, the chief official of the land, of the island. He welcomed us to his home and showed us generous hospitality for three days. His father was sick in bed, suffering from fever and dysentery. Paul went to see him and after prayer, placed his hands on him and healed him. When this had happened, the rest of the sick I mean, the rest of the sick on the island came and were cured. They honored us with many ways. And when we were ready to sail, they furnished us 
with the supplies we needed. Praise God, you guys. So uh, I'll break it down and tell you guys what God told me for each verse. Um, For verse 5, right? Where it says that Paul shook the snake off. So the snake jumped out the fire out of nowhere and bit him in the hand. But Paul shook it off and suffered no illnesses. Whatever attacks you're facing, whatever struggles you're in right now, we need to shake it off and have faith in God that he has it. You know, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. It may form, but it won't prosper. Okay. In verse 6, it says, The people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead, but after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happen to him, they changed their minds and said he was a god. Now, you, we all, right, have to be careful on who we vent to um, or who we listen to regarding the seasons that we're in, regarding, you know, whatever attacks that you may be facing because people will speak on what they see instead of speaking, what they see in the natural, excuse me, instead of speaking on what they see in the spirit. And we know the enemy is all about what we see, okay? The enemy is known for deceiving and making illusions so that you believe the lie instead of God's truth. We know that God tells us to have faith in him. And faith is something in, faith is having hope in things that we don't see. We have to walk by faith, meaning we don't pay attention to what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like. But that's what the enemy wants you to focus on is your flesh and and what you see in front of you. And that's why it's very important. Like you have to discern who you talk to because people will only speak on their opinions. And where I am in my life, I'm not, I don't want anyone's opinion. I want to know what God says. You understand? Like, <laughs> um, An example would be my marriage right now. I know that. If I were to explain to anybody the where my marriage is right now in detail, in their right, normal, carnal minds, they would tell me to leave. They would tell me that to just what just go. Why why like I would look crazy. But I know what God said. I know what God showed me. I know that the attacks that I'm facing in my marriages and the attacks that I have experienced with friends and family and the children just where I am in my season right now, that is all for a greater anointing. I know that I will have the anointing and the authority to be able to pray over people. You know what I mean? Um, I don't want to get too deep in that just yet. That's towards the end. But What I just wanted to mention in this part for verse six is that only someone who is truly spiritual would understand where I am. And I I just really encourage you guys to pray and ask God. And I'll agree with you too. Like ask God to send people who are of him in your life because the enemy can use anybody who just isn't being spirit led. You know, that's literally anybody. It doesn't mean that they're evil or whatever. It can really love God, even myself. If I were to just react and tell somebody my opinion and my flesh, <laughs> it would be the, the the same very the very same thing is what I'm saying. 
Okay, so now I'm going to go down to verse seven, uh, verses 7 through 9, right? And it says, There was an estate nearby that belonged to Publius, the chief official on the island. Okay, this is the part where um, I won't finish reading it because I know I just read it to you all. Um, but this is the part where he, Paul goes, right, and stays in this estate nearby where, you know, the chief stayed on the island I guess and what happened was his father was sick and Paul came in and laid hands but you know why Paul was able to come in and lay hands and heal and have authority over that sickness because he just got bit by a snake he just experienced something an attack that would have caused illness but it didn't because he had faith and he pushed through and he prevailed. Wherever you are, we have to push and pray and press into God. Press into God. And it's tiring. I understand it's tiring. Sometimes it's like, God, I don't have it. I don't have it in me. But that is what makes the anointing so potent. That's what makes it so rich. That's what makes your authority like on on level fleek or whatever i can't <laughs> i don't know how to describe it in any other way the longer you've been in a warfare the longer you've been in a situation um the longer you've been in any type of persecution i believe it's increasing your anointing as well is not for nothing god never allows anything to happen just for nothing nothing that you that god would allow the enemy to do would be unnecessary I've gotten to a place where I have to learn like, okay, if God allowed this for however long, I trust him to know that this has to be necessary. That he knows that this is necessary for wherever for wherever he's going to take me. You understand? We we can't doubt God. Okay? Um and and doubt his plan and his authority and his will. Um what I wanted to say was regarding like my marriage, right? Now I believe I have the anointing and the authority to lay hands on marriages that might be struggling. I have the anointing to lay hands on um, people who've been abused, the enemy who tries to play mind games. I believe that I have the that anointing and that authority to call those things out. Not today. Like, no, Satan, not today. You and your demons. Nope. Like, we have to be in a place like that and understand. Speak to that thing with authority. Rise up and say, you know what? I'm going to accept God, what God said about me. I'm going to accept God's word. I'm going to have faith in God's word and know that this isn't going to, this isn't going to take me over. No. We have to be able to stand, Okay. So verses 10 says, right, they honor, this is after, so then wait, Paul, after he laid hands on the father who was sick, right, then other people came, right, and they needed to be healed. So that was another word that God gave me is that we have to see this thing bigger than us. We can't make the attacks and stuff that the enemy is doing. It's not personal. 
and it may seem that way, right? Because we're in it, but the in it is, is still an illusion. The enemy does not want you to prevail. He doesn't want you to increase your anointing. He does not want you to know the truth because he knows if you get through that thing, once you pass through that thing, by walking with God, by trusting God, by spitting, not spitting, but shooting God's word, right? Slaying these demons with God's word. He knows that you would have the authority to now lay hands on other people who were in that same situation that you were in, who were in the same struggle, the same attack, whatever it is that you're in. Because you see here, Paul goes and starts to heal other people who were sick. Okay? So then now, verse 10, they honored us in many ways. And we, when we were ready to sell, they furnished us and the supplies were needed. They furnished us with the supplies they needed. Excuse me. God needs you to shake the enemy off and to trust him to heal you. Trust him to increase your anointing so that he can actually use you to heal other people. And you will be blessed. You will be blessed. Okay? So we need to think about it this way, right? We all experience life. We all go through trials, you know? But how much better is it to be able to talk to somebody or to have someone minister to you when they actually been in that thing versus someone who hasn't been in it? Like, to keep it real with you guys, I would much rather speak to someone who been through the fire in their marriage and they came out of it instead of talking to somebody who's been in the fire in the marriage and then they got a divorce. You understand what I'm saying? So we have to see it bigger than us. I understand you're not the only one in your situation. But if you allow God to use you, if you allow God to squeeze that oil out of you, you'll be able to lay hands on other people with authority, with God's power, with God's Holy Spirit, okay? Um, we just need to rise because people need us. People need us. We need to heal the body of Christ. We need to bring everybody in, okay? Um, and... Honestly, the enemy is attacking you because, and he may come so hard, right, to block you from seeing him. <laughs> Sometimes we get kind of caught up in where we are. And you guys, this is a now word for me as well. All right. And what happens is, um, it's to block you so you won't be able to heal. It, it blocks, what the enemy does to block you is he'll have you complain he'll have you angry and bitter and frustrated you know and all that prevents you from reaching your 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 purpose if we stay there okay we know the enemy opposes God so what the enemy will do is he's going to try to destroy you so that you'll be too hurt too depressed too bitter to look at God and you're not going to be able to help the next person You'll see somebody who's in a similar situation and you won't even be able to help them. Instead, right, you may pour in, pour negativity into them because that's all you have is negativity and bitterness, rotten, faithless. That's all you have. But no, God wants you to rise, 
break that cycle now in Jesus' name. You're not going to stay down. You're not going to stay depressed. You're not going to be worried. You're not going to be looking at the enemy. No. Now what we're doing together and I'm standing with you guys, is we expect healing. We expect deliverance. We expect God's justice. So that when he does perform miracles, then we'll be able to pour God's goodness into the next person. And we'll be able to fill that person with faith, with God's faith, God's hope, God's love. We need to accept the anointing, not the attacks. So, this is a shorter podcast today. Um, I just had a very busy weekend and I know I needed to get on this. So, you know, to keep it black and white, we have to remember God's character and believe it. Believe it. That is so such a key thing because we can know. We know all the stories. But do you believe that God would do that for you? He is the same today, yesterday, and forever. Just like he came through for Moses and those people, just like he came through for all these other people in the Bible, you read your word, you will see every single time God came through, every single time he came through for his people, okay? Yes, we don't like the difficulties of life, okay? Especially as Christians, we're expected to be persecuted. No, it's not fun, okay? But we have to make a decision to change our mind and see past the enemy, and hold on to God's goodness. Um, I have to admit, I'm I'm in an amazing place right now. And I'm in a place that I never thought I would be. I have so much joy. But I haven't seen anything change yet. That's where we need to be in God. So, um, yes, God is allowing the attack. Yo, this is the last note. God is allowing the attack to pull you, pull you, what did I write? God is allowing the attack to pull out what you didn't even know you had. Yes, God. You didn't even know you had it in you. Because sometimes we're like, God, I can't, I can't die. This is just too much. I. This is just too much. God, you said you wouldn't put on me more than I can bear, but wh- why are you doing it then? God knows you got it in you. He does, okay? So, you guys, be encouraged. I love you guys so much. I'm praying for whoever um, ends up here. You know, God loves you. God loves you. Um so the next episode will be a prayer if you guys want it, uh, want to agree, okay? So I love you guys. I will see you guys next time. I'm sorry if I was just not loud, as loud as I would usually be. I'm kind of trying to be quiet right now, so forgive me, you guys. But anyway, I just pray that this blesses you. You guys have a great, great, great day and believe, trust and believe God, okay? All right. Bye.